Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Right now at Safeway, get your skin winter ready with big savings on all your favorite skincare products. Shop for deals on items like Gillette Mach 3 razors, Gillette Labs razors and blades, Venus razors and blades, and native shampoo, conditioner, and body wash. Plus, shop the buy two, get one free baking event and save on items like selected varieties of handy foil and good cook pans. Offer expires December 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for full offer details. Was the podcast before Christmas and all through the site? Not even in that was staring, except possibly at night. It's the Custard TV <laughs> Christmas podcast. Beautiful. I know. I, in fact, I feel like every song you did last year should now be accompanied by a poem from me. Matt and I are 31, or not far apart in age. Gary's a tiny bit yeah. older, in as much as uh, he had, he had help to get just here. Today. 40. Yeah. So am I I'm the only one of the trio? Am right. I the am I the only one of a tr- the trio with an advent calendar? Has everyone else grown out of the advent calendar thing? Or uh, I'm gonna let you tell a secret. I've never had one. Oh! <gasps> I remember my sister having them, but I don't remember having an advent oh, calendar. Oh, that's even worse. That's even worse. Well, no, I was fine. I was all right with it. It's chocolate behind cardboard doors. To be fair. If you've met me, you, I don't suffer getting chocolate. That's an all-year yeah, round. No, but well, you would. The, the the annoying thing about the advent calendar, you won't know this, having never experienced the joy of it, is the fact. Well, that... Well, I'm aware of the concept. Un- unlike on a normal calendar, where it goes the first, the se- all in like lines. Yeah. It's a little chocolate, but they make you work for it because the dates aren't in order. So they make you. Yeah, do I, a know, little I know how to do dates. Yeah, they may, they may make you do like a little where's well, Wally. What he's though, saying, Gary, is, is that well, I know. one isn't next to two. And yeah, three. yeah I know. It's, it's, yeah. Look, I, I, did, I stole from my sister's advent calendar. I know what I'm talking about. Did you steal in order or did you just go for well, the yeah, yeah. Steal. <laughs> <laughs> And then convinced <laughs> her that she'd already opened it. Mummy, why is there no 18th of December? It's only the 3rd. <laughs> I can't think of little Gary without the joys of an advent calendar. Maybe we should do a, a Kickstarter to buy Gary an advent calendar. I'm alright! For 2015. Oh. I'm alright! So you've never opened a door and had Jesus behind it? That's a completely different story. Well, yes. Uh, I'll tell you what we'll I'd do. rather you we'll didn't get... that time I was on we'll... heroin. Um, get Johnny Hates Jazz, Show Lorama and the cutting crew together to do a charity single oh. for next Christmas to go <laughs> Could you get then Jericho as well? Is that alright? Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, and they're they now sound Jericho. Like a, they sound like a Christmassy band. They were. <laughs> I'm really upset. You'll be telling did you get did you get an orange in your stocking? I didn't get a stocking either. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't Did you grow up in a work house? <laughs> this is like a Christmas special where we have to teach him the meaning of Christmas. <laughs> I didn't see it. Going I know the true meaning of Christmas, not the fancy Hallmark Christmas. 
Oh, so you were in a manger most of the time, were you? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Okay. I, I'm not trying to make it out like I had some, you know, oh. poor, impoverished background. I yeah. ju- my parents just didn't do stockings. Oh. Um, yeah. There was a Christmas tree. Uh, there were presents yeah. under the tree. Um, yeah. Have you, ever had your, have you ever had your chestnuts held over an open fire? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Three wise men of Podcastville coming Where are they? Your e- coming to you this Christmas to discuss uh, some favourite moments of the year. I want to talk about shows that perhaps we were late coming to that we discovered in 2014 because there's a fair lot of them for me. Uh, our Christmas um, TV highlights, we're not going to go too in depthly on that. There's an article on the website for you to look at and plan your Which TV website viewing. is that? Uh, that is thecastedtv.com. Whenever we do a podcast this time of year, we always ask this question. Uh, is Christmas telly any good this year? Uh, for me personally, as I'm not a Miranda fan, Mrs. Brown's boys fan, Doctor Who fan, Call the Midwife fan, Downton fan, no is the answer. Well, at least Christmas Day telly yeah. isn't very good this year. Well, I suppose year. that's more the point, Christmas Day, though. What you're Uninspired, saying. isn't it? But when Christmas has gone by, the EastEnders uh, Christmas was always the lead up to something. So that would be yeah. on at 7.30 or 8, then the big thing at 9. This year, it is the big thing, which is mm. a shame, really. Well, it used to be almost, it used to be split in two, didn't it, EastEnders? They yeah. Used to do t- they used to leave you on a cliffhanger and then you'd have something else and then you'd come mm. back to. What I would say, and this goes for the last few years, is that both... ITV and BBC are very safe with what they put on on Christmas Day itself. It's been, I mean, for the last three years now, it has been strictly Doctor Who called the Midwife, EastEnders, um, and a couple of comedies. That's what it's been. Mm -hmm. And Downton and the Soaps on ITV and Paul O'Grady recently, the Love of Dogs as well. Um, Those, those. They're going for they're going for family because let's face it, on Christmas Day is the day that. It, I live on my own, so I don't often watch TV with my family um, anymore. Sometimes, well, no, I do. I did some, you know. But <laughs> so therefore, therefore, it is the only time of the year I watch EastEnders or Downton because I'm with my family and I want to watch what they. I want to spend time with them, not necessarily bothering about what's on telly that much. It's quite good that ITV have got. Well, it's good for ITV that they've got Downton because if you look outside of Christmas Day, mm. I think Matt said it on one of our non-podcast conversations that ITV doesn't really try overly much. Um, no, I mean, over the past few years, year. ITV have had the one or two, like, other big... I mean, they've had Agatha Christie, haven't they? They've had the rights to the Agatha Christie specials this year. I think that's gone to BBC now. So, But they, they've they always had something like Doors Open a couple of years ago. There was um, Fast Freddy, The Widow and Me. There was... Um, Come rain, come shine, things like that, like one-off dramas. That obviously yeah. the BBC, the BBC have got some of like you know you've got SEO Trot and you've got um, the Boy in the Dress and things like, which are much more family orientated. There doesn't seem to be a lot of um, sort of more solid no, sort of no, drama stuff. There's nothing meaty <clears throat> this year. I still think that Christmas television is a part of Christmas. Mm. I still think that families get together and you know once the conversations and everything died down they want to they want to watch something they want to relax you know particularly christmas can be a pretty stressful day let's let's give it up you know i mean it's you know if you're cooking and you've got lots of family over it can be stressful the television is a nice distraction 
um, in that Have you ever had a turkey world. dinner, Gary? Have you ever had yes, a Christmas I've had, dinner? Yeah, we're going out for Christmas dinner this okay. year. Oh, we did we're not last having, year. And we're not having No, not, we're not. Oh, what, what oh. are you having? Three bird roast. No, no turkey in it, though. Oh, Partridge. Chicken duck. Chicken. No guinea fowl, then? No? No guinea fowl, no. No, no guinea fowl. fowl. Or guinea pig. Well, no guinea well, that's pigs were harmed in... That's no boxing, though. Pigs... Yeah, no guinea pigs were harmed <laughs> in that three bird roast. I'm not actually at home this year, which at the moment isn't bothering me. Uh, but I, I think the best place to watch any telly over Christmas is your home. I mean, what... Christmas mm, traditions. Yeah. What Christmas traditions do you two tend to have? As we get older, I think they change. I think the, the traditions we remember are the ones we have when we were younger. I think. I think yeah. a lot of your. Yeah. I think a lot of the nostalgia for Christmas TV comes from the memories we have of the TV yeah. TV shows that were on. You know, we remember the. I think for all of us, the Only Fools and Horses one, for example, yeah. the yeah. the three. That was it ninety six. It was ninety six. The the. Yeah. Tri- the what was then, of course, <clears throat> then the, the, final the last trilogy. Ones, they, yeah. they brought it back annoyingly, and they shouldn't have. But that was the final trilogy, and I mean, we had people. Watched... Ra- we had neighbours round to watch yeah. that, and it was. Yeah. And yeah. it's a shame that and we you don't do have remember... those big things now. You do remember the soaps as well. I mean, <clears throat> last year was nice because we all, like, the whole family, sat down and watched like EastEnders and Doctor Who together. Which I mean, not everyone watches it all the time, so that was no. It, it, as you, as Gary said, it is sometime when people who don't watch a specific show. But then saying yes. that, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be better if there was a show that isn't normally on, you know, like a one-off drama that that, that everybody could watch with no, not having to but, have but any think, preconceived uh, ideas about. There was a report yesterday that there are less television sets, sets now since mm. 1953. That people are finding new and different ways to watch television. They watch it on their laptops, their tablets, the television. The idea of a family getting around and watching the television is something that's that's going to not mm. die out, but I think deteriorate over the years. I say, I was just saying. I mean, I watch a lot of TV on my laptop, you know, because of what yeah. me and Luke both do. A lot of our stuff is previewed online, so uh, the only time I watch proper tv normally is if when, it's when i'm with my family so because you two get the privilege of watching television sometimes before us regular joes do you feel that at christmas that it loses its bit of special because you might have either had access to or know about some of the, the special shows that are on i think if it's something i've seen and i've enjoyed i'd want to watch it again to enjoy with other people yeah, like the and two see that i reaction to it i've yeah. been to see that i think yeah. my family will like which are the uh, the victoria wood um, musical that day we sang, which is on Boxing Day, I believe, right. um, and and that's very. So I think that will be one that a lot of people should all gather around because this sort of, you know, it's got moments of humour, sort of moments of pathos. The songs are really good. I mean, if you like Victoria Wood humour, then you'll like that day we sang, and I think it'll be interesting to, <laughs> to watch it with the family. Yeah, no, I would really recommend that. And and I was just going to go into SEO Trot as well, which is obviously aimed at a younger audience, but I still think has got a, quite a lot of appeal to the family. And I think it, because of the, the big names, Dustin Hoffman, Judy Dench in it, um, I think that will be one of the highlights as well for people this holiday season, as they say in America. Let's yeah. talk about the, the, high, the TV highlights of the year. Uh, but to, to look back with his... TV memories of 2014. The one 
with the best memory on the podcast. It's Gary. Ah. What a bit, can you, I mean, do you genuinely remember what the highlights, because it's quite, been quite a thin on the thin on, on the ground. Well, I, if you were to ask me what I was watching in January, without checking our, our, our go-to cheat document that we have, I probably wouldn't be yeah, able to remember yeah. off the top of my head. But, yeah, but if I was yeah. to think about the shows that have stuck in my mind, I think 24 hours in police custody has really stuck with me. Um, I, I think that's been a superb... Because I think I was never a big fan of 24 hours in A&E, mainly because I'm not a big sort of... I don't know, I'm a little squeamish when it comes to hospitals. Whereas I just think... The I, the NHS. Well, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not impatient. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a doctor. So. I know what you mean. Wow, you mean. mind-blowing. I know. Yeah. It's the big uh, secret of the podcast. The big yes. take, my clothes, my, take my clothes off and sit on the couch that time. Well, that was just, yeah. Um, I didn't know who you were <laughs> and, at the time. And um, you cough as well. No, I, so I think that really, because I really loved the idea of the fact that the 24-hour thing, I think they used that so much more better than the 24 hours on E, where, where that was just like a snapshot time. But this whole idea that they have 24 hours to, to, to question, and it was that thing I think was really creative. Um, Drama-wise, I think I really liked Silk. I know it was the right time for it to come to an end. And I, I have to say that I've really enjoyed this final series of The Newsroom on Sky. I'm really yeah. going to miss Aaron Sorkin on television. He said this is the last thing he's going to do. And if that's the case, then I think this is a, a really good hurrah and a, a really good farewell because... I've watched everything he's ever done, and I think the newsroom is is about the best American television, clever American television out there. So, just three favourites, I think, from from this last year. I really enjoyed going back and watching Persons of Interest. Um, that was a, a really clever American drama. I, I was very happy with watching that, starring Jim Caviezel. Uh, Jesus. Um, oh, Merry Christmas, Eve. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, Jesus. <laughs> Well, it is his birthday, so, you know, it's only yeah. fair. It is, we ought to remember that. I mean, I've really enjoyed... This is going to sound really silly, but... And I know it was one of my ideas, but the idea that on a Monday night you get University Challenge followed by Only Connect. Mm. And to no, me, I that's like... That. Yeah. I, I settle down with that every Monday night without fail, thinking... Right, I'm, and I really enjoy the hour. That whole thing, so... Well, it's one, um, of, it's one of BBC Two's highest rated hour. I think it's their highest rated hour of the, of the week. And... And as we say, it was my idea, so uh, yeah. I should be getting some money for that. Uh, what about you, Matt? Anything that you've discovered in 2000? I mean, you're very much, you watch things as they're on, so you're yeah. continually watching throughout the year. So is there anything you've discovered that you hadn't seen? Or perhaps you've revisited so. in 2014? Not really. <laughs> um, I know you're so dumb. I mean, uh, okay. the, the one thing I suppose I could say uh, was something that I wasn't watching and then was propelled to by the comments online with detectorists. Yeah, oh, yeah. I would agree. I would agree with yeah. that. I would agree with that. What about your highlights of the year? I mean, I sort we talk so frequently, I sort of know what you're going to say, but for the benefit of I don't. new ears, well, <laughs> for the benefit of new ears, let's talk about what uh, you've enjoyed. Well, I think uh, rather than TV programs, maybe, um, yeah. like... Moments, Which is a bit maybe. of a problem, because that's what we're talking about. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, I, I suppose if we're going to talk about TV programmes in our best of the year... Yeah. Like, so what have you been your moments? Yeah. Well, we have to, I think, Bake Off, Bingate has to be up there. Oh, Bingate! Yeah. The, the I've the only just forgotten about that. 
the furore that that um, ensued after that, you know, up to the fact that that guy Ian was on Newsnight. Why has Newsnight become the place to go? I mean, you know, Dog Dapper last got on there, didn't he? You know, mm. another they one coming on this podcast. Sort of a memory for me because I went to the screening of uh, Britain's Got Talent. I think the first time we saw uh, Paddy and Nico uh, oh, on the, doing yeah. the dance on. I think that's that'll have to go down as a moment, and I think it's been forgotten mainly because their sort of impact lessened, didn't it, on the final show? They well, didn't also, do but they, so they well. They didn't do so well, and I, 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 th- I think we're also we're so used to having those reality TV moments mm. that they are yeah. very much big at the time, and then yeah. something else will replace. I just it. remember being in that room with the other sort of journalists, and it just completely taking us all by shock. I think that was that was one of the moments of the year for me, and I I think generally it has been a strong year for drama in some respects. Certainly, the first half of the year we had like you know Prey, Happy Valley, Line of Duty, yeah. Sherlock, uh, I, Mad Fat Diary in the Flesh. Because Matt and I have slowly been putting together an article that will feature the best of the year. I think if we had to say it, BBC One and Channel Four have had the best year. ITV have really suffered with not having sort of a broad church um, thing this year. Um, they haven't really the, had anything that people no, have been overly two, excited about. Yeah, I mean, all two b- big highlights for me anyway, uh, Endeavour and Scott and Bailey would be there too. Just, just ITV in a nutshell for me yeah. this year. I mean, it, again, yeah. TV moments. The moment in Happy Valley when you think, spoiler alert, I'm sorry, but when you think... Sarah Lancashire's character might not live to see the next episode, which is mm. completely mind blowing and still sends shivers down my spine. Oh, I think it and was I suppose so as well, done. Another, another one that was from a screening that we were all sort of shocked by was the the bit where um, Jessica Rain got pushed oh, out the window. Un- the first line unbelievable. Of well, yeah, that was that was beautiful moment. Unbelievable. And I think I think as well that whole series produced them. You know, the bit where. Uh, she got her head pushed down the toilet, you know, and things like that. That whole series of Line of Duty where mm. you didn't know whether she was a but good I, person or a bad person. I think the thing with that moment with Jessica Rain was, this is a, you know, yeah. a known actress from a big show who's come to this show. You know, they're building her character up. She's got the relationship with the Martin Compton character yeah. and then she's out the window. At the, at the... I literally... <laughs> I, yeah. I think that was a real, you know, and I think you'll all know what part, what thing I'm going to relate it to. It was a real Lisa Faulkner moment in Spooks. You know, yeah. Lisa Faulkner, known for Holby casualty. She was a named Brookside. actress. Some of the other people that in Spooks, didn't, we didn't even know. Yeah, she'd been in Brookside. Yeah. Some of the other people yeah. in the show weren't big names at the time. I think it wasn't, certainly Matthew McFadden wasn't as big as he is now no. No, um, at, at the time. And, and she was killed off. You know, or in quite TV. a dramatic way. And now she goes out with John Tarot, so I don't know. Well, <laughs> yeah, it'll happen to us all. She must be um, well fed, let's put it that way. Yeah, I He just yeah. doesn't let her near the deep fat fryer. There was a moment in 2014 when we were overwhelmed with sports, and that's when I, the only person up until this point in my life who had been so resistant to American television, not resistant, I mean, I'd given it a fair go, but perhaps I hadn't sat mm. down and You think it's because it you lived in America? 
I think perhaps it is you were too close to it. In fact, I'm almost well, certain. I think... I'm almost it... certain. Had had I not lived in America, I'm almost certain I wouldn't be this fascinated by TV now because it, it although it interested me a lot when I was younger, it it wasn't really the only thing I was into. It was only I think living in America made it something special that I I was seeing it and nobody else was, and that made it quite unique. Uh, I, I think the thing is, so. Luke, and I think I think you and you and I kind of, as as you say, we our first early conversations and the first very early. variations of this podcast were you were the Brit living in America promoting yep. British television, and yep. I am the, the the Brit living in Britain promoting American television. You yep. know, yep. and now look at it, both of us can now say that we've now found an appreciation for the other yeah. as well as what we still like in in the original you know we're still we're still big fans of, of british and american television but we've we've realized that there's a lot more to it so there's there's, there's, there's a good we'll and bad this, this was the year that i i i'm the only one of the three of us to finish and get as obsessed with the rest of the world as with breaking bad i honestly it's Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Amazing. Uh, near the yeah. end. I also found an appreciation for 24, an appreciation for Homeland and some American comedies that I had previously. Game of Thrones next. Well, possibly, although that wouldn't be sort of my genre, even if the UK made it, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a go, because I was dismissive of the others, but we'll see. Mm. Um, Christmas telly, though. Um, it doesn't really get going until well, I mean, the, the, there's the final Apprentice on the Sunday before Christmas, and there's a Christmas. Would I lie to you? I I biggest... think for me over the past couple, of, it does the strictly final sort of yeah. does mark it in a way, and that's Saturday. Um, okay. And there's a pointless celebrity sort of pantomime special as well, which sort of will get you in the mood. The first big thing we want you to look out for, though, is the two-part Wrongmans, which is on BBC mm. Two. We know James Corden is leaving for the aforementioned United States of America <laughs> the late, late show. Um, so um, this may be the end of the road for the Wrongmans, mm. although we, again, were sceptical about, do they need to do a second series? The trailers I've seen have, have been interesting. I think yeah. it's got a really unique tone to it, and I'm looking forward to seeing two more of them i think it'd be why what i can i just uh say something as well um over i think when we were mentioning sort of christmas traditions i always like uh celebrity mastermind being on around this time of year yeah and, you know watch it, and that starts on the sunday at 6 30 on bbc one and you've also um, got celebrity university, university challenge, challenge as well which which starts on the saturday 8 35 um yeah. two things because 
Because it's on like sporadically throughout the fortnight, isn't it? So you can just sort of keep up with it. You there, you know, it's something to watch on that's familiar, and it's got people you sort of recognise. You know, when you finish, when you're scraping the bottom of the barrel of Quality Street on the second of January, and it's still on. It's still yeah. That's sort of the last remnants of Christmas. Also, if you're into this, um, Ricky Gervais is doing his normal thing of two series and a final special. Uh, Derek yeah. special. That's that's at ten o'clock. On, um, oh, and, and, on and for what Tuesday. might be the last time, don't tell the bride. Yes, yeah, on, I really think that needs to move to BBC Two. That is a great show. Well, I said it, that it, daytime. It is a didn't great I? show, but but again, it's a great show. But they've done a lot of series of it, so maybe it's about time oh, that oh, we know oh, the yeah. format too well. And one more thing, I'm looking forward to on the Monday is uh, BBC Four documentary about a panto in a sort of that sounds fascinating I'm yeah really in looking forward nottingham to that. this one i haven't like, i haven't got my head around 9 25 p.m on monday the 22nd oh yes panto mayhem yeah panto really mayhem makeup and magic um and it's not it's a nottingham theater amateur actors putting on puss in boots and i believe that they don't get a budget and all the money they get comes from ticket sales so do you yeah, now? This is, this is a separate question, kind of thing. But do you watch yeah. the Queen's speech at your family? No, no. Uh, well, we certainly don't gather for it. Is that something? I you think do? now. Well, I think it's a nan thing. When when nan lived with us, we always used to watch it. See, this is the first year that I won't. My my last living grandparent passed away this year, so it'll be very interesting in our household whether we actually still do that because it was very much for her. I mean, you know, it was very much. You know, she, she can't talk during the Queen's speech. Nan needs to listen to it. So I don't know. I don't know whether we'll do that this year. It's an interesting point I hadn't thought of. I also feel as well because Queen were on with Adam Lambert on the X Factor earlier on in the year. Yeah, you've already seen it. And they're doing New Year's Eve, aren't they? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I feel like this is all over. He's doing a New Year's concert this year as well. (laughs) Not a great deal for us to uh, send your way on Christmas Eve. The Incredible Adventures of Professor Brainstorm sees Harry Hill star in his very first lead role for BBC One. It is. Based on a popular children's book that I've sadly never heard of, but it looks good for what it is. There's a Gogglebox special that night, so uh, yeah, the Gogglebox, the Gogglebox thing. Is this just a compilation or is it new stuff? It says so. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, Yeah. that's probably something I would say that you got me into this year that I wasn't watching before, and it took me a while. I think think a lot. I think a lot of people were Hmm. skeptical about Gogglebox. I think mainly because a lot of the people, you know, because I deal with real people on a daily basis. You know, I, I, I. But I yeah. think I got into certain characters, you know, like Sandra and Sandy and, and Leon and June and Steph and Dom. Um, and I, and I while think... we're talking about things that we both got into, oh, hell no, the American version of Google yeah. Box as well. The People's which House. We became, which we became sadly obsessed with and kept checking YouTube. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's now got, after eight episodes, season two is finished already. And that's oh, very hell un-American. no. Very un-American, yeah. that is. Um, uh, on, on to Christmas Day, we've got Strictly on BBC One, James May on BBC Two, Paul O'Grady on ITV, Doctor Who on BBC One, Call the Midwife, Miranda, EastEnders, all the Downton. Boxing Day sees the unwelcome return of Sir David Jason in Still Open All Hours. Uh, and then, it, but again though, that's on a weird time. Makes me think that it's only on for pensioners, really, to put it politely. Uh, 6.55 though, a bit later, The Boy in the Dress, which is this year's David Walliams adaptation, uh, and then, as Matt says, the day we sang is up BBC Two at nine. That day we sang. That day we well, and the day we they're both on. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> you you um, you put it down right. Can, can I just say that I quite like things like the Big Fat Quiz of the Year. That that's kind yeah, of like those programs. You know, they are a good nostalgic look back over the year. Um, it's the only reason that I think people watch Top of the Pops really because then they can go, who are they, and yeah. how did they get in the charts and things like that. You sat you you just then you sounded like the the fat gay one off Gogglebox a bit there, Gary. There's actually two uh, big fat quizzes because there's an anniversary one, isn't there, later on in the... Oh, is there? Right. Well, the that... only real notable thing on the Saturday the 27th is the Top Gear special. Mm, and perhaps Darcy Oak, who wowed us on uh, Britain's Got Talent. Britain's Got Talent, who should have won Britain's Got Talent, should've in my won. opinion. Um, and then Sunday the 28th is when, actually, bizarrely, um, sort of the New Year telly starts in the front of mm. your channel. Yeah. Well, welcome back to the... Re- the hotel, which Matt and I are big fans of. Last time going Halifax starts on the Sunday on BBC One. That's a it's a really strong opening episode of the third. And one of Gary's favourites, House of Fools, is, is Christmas. Yeah. yeah, looking forward to that. We were talking earlier about previewing things. I tried to watch this map and Lucia, which mm. is a three-part. It's not for it's, adaptation. It's sort of in the same vein as Cranford when that was on. It's not. I don't think it's really for. I think us. if it's possible, it's even more twee than that. Though, mm-hmm. isn't yeah, it, really. Yeah. And that's taking up three prime nights of BBC One. Over I mean, they did this yeah. over the past couple of years. They did um, Death Comes to Pemberley, wasn't it last year? And the year yeah. before was um, Great Expectations, was it? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, yes, I believe yes. Uh, yeah. And then we move on New Year's Day, the aforementioned SEO trot, which Matt. Whoa, 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 uh, uh, whoa! You're missing one of, one of the highlights oh, of Christmas. Sorry, sorry, sorry yeah, yeah, celebrity, come dine with me, on Luke. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no um, Flanagan, Charlie Brooker's. <laughs> Stop. If I could speak with my own words, uh, Charlie Brooker's 2014 wipe. Uh, I I really love everything that Charlie Brooker does. I find his humour hilarious, and his 2014 reviews are always good. Although, somebody has said, has there been so much controversy in 2014 for him to take the mick out of? I apologise for leaving that out. The aforementioned Desio Trot is on New Year's Day, BBC One Six Thirty. Uh, Gary and I will rejoice as Miranda takes her final bow. That's at eight o'clock. Flipping it the about time. The last ever episode. Is there a show that either of you can think of from years gone by that could do that annoying thing we do nowadays and just come back for Christmas? Can you think of any? Noel's Christmas presents. Oh, well, he used to do that on Sky, didn't he, for a time? Did, yeah. And, but then one year he went to the hospital with one of those empty deal or no deal boxes and they had to... Jim will fix it. Cartoon. Oh, no, hey now. Yeah. Ben, hey now. <laughs> ben, hey now. Ross cartoons, John. Oh, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> ben, hey now. Ben, hey now. Please, thank you. I don't know if it's the fact that as we say, we're getting older and so we're getting more cynical about this thing. But I do wish and I do long for that big family sitcom like yeah. Only Fools used to be, One Foot in the Grave used to be. Um, I was never a big fan of The Vicar of Dibley, though that always did well at Christmas. I mean, mm. there's just not that big thing anymore from any of the channels, is there? No, this is what I mean this year. It is very uninspiring. There doesn't seem to be anyone sort of trying... A lot of, I mean, all of the big BBC specials are very big, sort of family films, almost, aren't they? Like SEO Trot and um, Boy in the Dress and and Professor Brainstorm. Uh, I think one thing I, I think, 
I, I think the other thing is, is that the nearer we get to New Year, you know, we are thinking mm-hmm. about the new shows and 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 yet your New Year's Eve is still very formulaic. You I was going to I was just going to ask your... about New Year's Eve. Do you have any sort of New Year's Eve I... sort of? No, I I tend to no, I I tend to go with a box set or something that I've been looking forward to watch. I very rarely stay up to midnight, and if I do, I certainly don't watch Big Ben or a bunch of Scottish people. I used to watch the Hootenanny. I like the Hootenanny. Yeah, I'm not a fan enough of his to to watch that. Although this year, I I suspect they will all be drinking uh, Aldi champagne. (laughs) Although I'll tell you what I do like is the Channel Five tradition now of having like a big list show on they've had this the past couple of years yeah and they're doing like yeah. sitcom you know <laughs> sitcoms from both sides or, of the pond or um or stand-ups yeah things like that yeah, yeah they've always yeah. been quite good yeah i noticed that just looking at, at new year's is this new year's eve on this is the friday yeah you've got quite a lot of end of year shows and you've got a a, a, a top of the pops the story of 1980 on the on bbc4 that yeah, could because be they, and because they're showing a lot on BBC Four, they show Top of the Pops from 35 years ago. So this That's year, right. past year, they've been showing Top of the Pops from 1979. And every yeah. year before they go into a new year, they yeah. do a documentary the, such as this. These are the legally safe uh, Top of the Pops. Yes. And, and yeah, the last that. leg of the year, which would be quite good and, as and well. And the we one like thing that. you missed out there is the Musketeers. Well, I didn't miss that out. I was going to wait for no. Luke and come back to it. Uh, the Musketeers is on. On <laughs> Friday. Um, well done, thanks. We're going to have this same conversation next year. I can. Al- in fact, we could just record this and put it out again next year because I don't think there'll be anything. I know you can't possibly predict, but it, certainly for ITV, as long as Downton's still going, they're going to stick that on on Christmas Day, well, aren't they? Just, yeah. yeah be the big thing you know when I when mean, we I... get past this call the midwife downton abbey part what how will you know christmas will have to change in some way well they they've already announced that there's a call the midwife christmas special next year i mean i i think oh, i think call the doctor the christmas next year no, be very, I, I think you got strictly doctor who eastenders call the midwife already set for next christmas yeah. and downton and the soaps right tv i think that's what yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, Gary, are you up in the loft, Gary? Now, yeah, you. you, the, have, you have you gone to get your Christmas tree down? I see a quick break. Hold on. Oh God. <laughs> He's gone out to get an advent calendar. Yeah, right. Or... And, and an orange and a stocking. Gary, are you there? No, he's not there. I can hear him far away. When he said he needs a break, does he mean now? Or he just needs a break <laughs> in general. He just needs to. And got back. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I just had one of those moments where I couldn't breathe through my nose and then suddenly my mouth gave up as well. Uh, <laughs> um, oh my oh, god. Sorry, guys. <laughs> want to get yeah. in touch with us over Christmas, let us know what you've been watching. Or you want to send Yuletide messages to Matt, you can do. His Twitter name is... Uh, Matt's TV Bites. And if you want to send a Christmas log Gary's way, it's... <laughs> <laughs> At the Gary Show. <laughs> <laughs> through his window. 
There was, yeah. <laughs> there was no connotations to that, Matt, other than the enjoyable chocolate Christmas log that some may receive over Christmas. It was only you that... Well, I, down I, the... as, as this is the Christmas episode, I, I do yeah. have a bit of a surprise for you. <gasps> Mrs. McNamara? I know her name. Oh! No! I'm saving this. I'd, okay. I'd like a guess of each of you first. No. Well, no, first of all, can you tell us, without telling us her name, obviously, what were the circumstances in which you found out her name? I, I asked my neighbour. I asked my landlord. Oh, who, so you didn't who, ask who, her. So, I have, no, I didn't. I thought it would be very rude if I just kind of went up. Yeah, and, by the way, Mrs. Lanamara, what's your name? I want to know it for my podcast that I do with no, two I blokes think... off the no, internet. No, she's never yeah. asked you to call her. You know when they say, oh, thank you, Mrs. McNamara, she's you said, call You me. can call me. Steve. No, I think I think because we're a, a, an occasional acquaintance, I think she yeah. prefers the formality of Mrs. McNamara. How long, how, how long have you sort of known each other in that setting? Well, I've lived here now for getting on for two years. So it was a couple of months after I moved in that I got interested. About 18 months, maybe, maybe a bit more. Wow. Okay. So could you give us a clue as to sort of the demo, the sort of the age of the name? Like I'm guessing it's not Brittany McNamara. It's not a name for someone. I don't know. No, I, I don't. I can't. I don't know any people under 50 with this name. But that's not to say they don't exist. That's no, my Gene guess. Is not, no, Gene is not right. You don't know Margaret? No, it's not Margaret. No, I, I'm going to give you between you one last one last go. <laughs> so you <laughs> think it's easy that. enough? But... <laughs> one Violet. last go. That's that's all you're getting. Oh, one that's between. good. We'll, we'll go for Violet, Violet McNamara. No, it's Irene McNamara. Oh, oh, oh that's a lovely so, yeah. old lady's name. On, it is, and I don't know that many people under... I can't think of many more Irenes. No, uh, just the one so... at home and away. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the staple of all Irenes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's obviously there's Irene Cara, but, you know... Yeah, yeah, but she's busy this time of year. Oh, are you, are you going to be singing Fame? Is that... Are you going to... No, no, no. <laughs> but can I, can I ask you now, singing. do you send Mrs. McNamara, or Irene as we'll now call her, um, do you send her a Christmas card, or will you be sending her one this year? I don't know that. Because um, you know where a... she lives, is all I'm saying. Well, yes, that, that, that part is very true. I do know <laughs> where she lives. Um, do you know, I don't know. I, sh- should I send one from all of us? Well, that will freak Absolutely, her out. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, just say, Don't put any explanation to it, though. Kill an yeah, old put... woman this Christmas. <laughs> but from Luke, Gary, and Matt, but don't explain who we are. So she thinks that all the time you've been living with two other blokes, she's never met. She, <laughs> I think, know, I she like thinks it's funny. I've never seen anyone else come out of that house. Gary yeah, must be hiding, think... holding them against yeah. their will. Oh, that's a real Christmas miracle that you found uh, out. I'm glad I saved that. Now, now let's have now. a Christmas song, Gary. I kind of wish it was something more Christmassy. I can't, I can't sing. Like... Well, that's... <laughs> never stopped you. <laughs> Alright, you might over, but genuinely my voice will not support singing at the moment. That's okay, what just, I mean. Okay, I'm going to let oh. you off. and it, Just hum a carol. A carol of your choice. Again, that's another thing I can't do. Um, gosh. Uh, sing. We can't end the podcast. Alright, I'll, I'll give it a go. Alright, just for you two. If I lose my voice again, I'm blaming you, you two. Well,
<laughs> I like the idea though that of Mrs. McNamara. I wish she'd had a more Christmassy name like <laughs> Mary or Carol or Holly or. Well, yeah, Ivy. So yeah. yeah. Why well, is your Ivy close to but, Ivy? Hey, I I'm glad that I found out in time for the Christmas special. Uh, just to let you know, I only found out last night. <laughs> oh, what preparation you have! Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm I'm such the uh, such the uh, well prepared person. Right. Okay. So uh, a little favourite of of a uh, 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 Christmas Carol. Okay. Little donkey, little donkey, on the dusty road, got to keep on plodding onwards with your precious load. Oh, Been a long time, little donkey, through the winter's night. Don't give up now, little donkey, Bethlehem's in sight. <laughs> that was... That, hang on, come on, come on, that was lovely. What a with lovely a sore way. With a, with a, a chest yeah. infection. Come on. And, and a slight whiff of real donkey crept through my room, <laughs> well, which I, which was great. That's Thank just you. You, so you, you mean I made a bit of an ass of myself? And just to ah. Finish, ah, classic comedy. And just to finish on the podcast, we always do this every year, but I mean it every year. Thank you so much to everybody who's visited the site, thecustomtv.com, and also a true and massive thank you uh, to my podcast companions, Matt and Gary, who join me every week and are just as just as enthusiastic uh, when we record as they were the previous time. They're great actors. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you very much. Thank for you, all Luke, your time as well. Thank you for keeping the website going and doing all that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think on behalf of Matt and myself, we thoroughly enjoy these. And well, We will be back to discuss in greater depth the best of what has been a year in telly on 2014. For now, have a lovely Christmas. We hope you get Happy everything Christmas. you want. And a bit more. Yeah. And uh, Merry Christmas to one and all. Oh, Gary Bye. gets a stocking. Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas! With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.